This ain't a story. It's a mango tail. She got the call about a month ago. I can give you the details, but they're not important. The importance is the man that she devoted her life to got arrested for something. And he's looking like he's facing 20 plus years. What else is important is for the last four weeks, she's already feeling the effects of his decision. Her son is asking for daddy daily. When is daddy coming home? The savings she saved up, they're good for now. But her anxiety is building up because she knows without adding to it, all she could do is spend it. She contemplates, should I get a job? Although she's been out of work for so long, truthfully, she don't want to go back. She's been pampered, spoiled by her man, who was the king of the underground, making her the queen. She's accustomed to taking care of the kingdom. Even more important, she's accustomed to taking care of the prince. Tonight feels different, though. She's lonely. She can't recall the last time she was touched. And God knows she needs it. Maybe it's the stress. Maybe it's the independence. But her pussy's throbbing. She gently rubs her fingers on both her nipples, gaining her arousal. She slides down her dominant hand, slipping past the band of her panties until she hits her sweet spot. She's soaking. She's ready. As she thinks about what her king would do to all this sweet pussy if he could. She rubs it gently until she falls asleep. Knowing in the morning, she'll see her man again. In the morning, she takes her son to visit the father and the lawyer. This shit is embarrassing. Because she's beautiful, the dirty seals take advantage of every cop and field they can get, searching her knowing she has nothing. She feels so embarrassed. She even noticed the seals making comments under his breath when he realized how fat her pussy is during the search in front of her son. When they first see Dante, Junior runs up and hugs his father. Dante Sr. kisses his cheek and whispers something in his ear for a while. As Junior sheds a tear, Dante tells him, straighten up, stand like a man. Then wipes his son's tears, trying to hold back his own. He says, protect your mama, boy. Dante Jr. says, yes, sir, proudly. But the conversation with a man and lawyer goes worse than expected. The lawyer saying, the state has a witness. Best bet, if he pleads out, he's lucky to get 15 years. She thinks to herself, I can't do 15 years without you, let alone more. Dante replies, I ain't no fucking snitch. It's gonna get handled. She instantly loses her cool. She grabs her sons and says, fuck you, nigga. You ain't willing to do whatever to raise your son? He screams, Amanda, sit down. We got to talk. She says, nah, we ain't got shit to talk about if you ain't talking. He says, Amanda, sit down. She storms out, wiping her tears. While at home later that night, Amanda notices the gun safe open. She thinks it's strange, but maybe her man just fucked up again and forgot to shed it back as he'd done many times before. Right as she closes it, she hears a knock at the door. Who is it? She asks. It's Shamara, a voice responds. It's her sister-in-law. Now, Amanda and Shamara, they never got along since her and Dante got together. 
But before that, they were best friends. So her first thought was to reply, bitch, what the fuck you want? But she kept it classy. She opened the door and said, hey, girl, what's up? Shamara said, I heard about bro, and I just came to town as quick as I could. Right then, Dante Jr. ran out and screamed, Auntie Mara, and hugged her leg. She watched as Mara play with Dante for a while, and he was actually happy. Maybe it's because she was his father's twin, but this is the first time Junior's been happy since his father's incarceration. She tells Dante it's time for bed. He wishes both the ladies night-night, hugging and kissing them both. She asked Mara if she cared for a drink. She requested her favorite, Belvedere on the rocks, just like her brother. This fucked Amanda up because the last time she made this drink, especially in this house, was for Mara's twin, her man Dante. After cracking open a fresh bottle, they drank for hours until the clock reads 12.15. Shamara sees the tears roll down Amanda's eyes. She wipes them and says, you know, I always loved you. You and me both know my brother ain't never been shit, and both of us know this day was going to come. She explained how she told her brother about the crush she had on Amanda and how her brother was so disgusted and homophobic, he pursued Amanda initially. She then explained how she came to town to run the business since Dante no longer could being behind bars. And then she explained how Amanda and Junior were never want for shit, ever. Amanda said, bitch, fuck you. You got a lot of nerve to bring your trifling ass in here while my family going through this shit and try to court me. Bitch, Mara said, think about it, Amanda. We was best friends before you knew my brother. We did everything together. The day you got with him has been the day I walked this earth alone because I only wish to walk with you. Confused as she cried, Shamara hugged Amanda. Amanda could only feel Dante as if all of the emotion and energy was the same. It was almost as if she was, she was with Dante one more time. Shamar gently kissed her neck, then behind her right ear. Amanda wants to stop her, but intoxicated, she only imagines Dante's touch. Mara grabs her by the throat, kisses her lips gently. Then an explosion happened. They strip each other down, pacing to the master bedroom. Shamar threw Amanda on the bed, kissing her neck, then sucking her nipples, then kissed her stomach slowly until she reached her pussy. While pinching her nipples, she moves her tongue around the outside lips of Amanda's pussy, then up the middle and around her clit, and back down to her pussy hole, where she commenced to slowly slide her wet, warm tongue in and out of her as if it was a cock. Then she brought her tongue straight up the middle until her tongue tasted her clit. Then she sucked on it while licking it simultaneously, French kissing it. Mara thought in her mind, this is my chance. This is my chance to show what she means to me. I can't lose her again. She spits on her pussy nastily. She puts two fingers inside of her and made them do the come here motion, rubbing the top of Amanda's pussy in G-spot. Amanda's only felt like this with one other person, Mara's brother. So she imagined it's her man eating her pussy one more time. She felt the feeling. She was about to come. 
She grabs the pillow and covers her face so she doesn't make too much noise. Her legs are clenching. She's never had her pussy ate like this before, not even by her man. Her eyes roll back, her stomach muscles tighten, and... Startled by the loud bang and the bright flash, she cuts the lights on to see Shamara's a bloody mess, gasping for air with a bullet wound in her temple and her son holding a gun. She's, she said, Dante, what the fuck did you do? Frantically, he replied, Daddy told me she wanted to take you from us and not to let her. This ain't a story. It's a m m m mango tale.